watching prohibition fall down. Okay, I don't think we're live yet. Don't we won't tell them how high you got. All right, we'll be good. What up, DGC? Grow Talk here, hanging out. How are y'all doing? What is this whole live thing, man? What is the whole live thing all about, dude? Are you changing? Are we ever going back to premeditated edits where we can actually, I don't know, try to offend each other? We did not even plan this to go live all week. It was just the sheer fact that we never like prepped the show the day before. We're like, shit, well, let's just do it live. We'll do it live. We so we're didn't working out. Prepare things like that. No worries. <laughs> oh no. We do plenty of preparation as I squeeze some hash for my pipe here in my fingers. Hey, uh, how's it going? I go. gotta ask you about that shirt. Normally you ask me about my shirts, but that one's pretty goddamn cool, man. I like that. What what's going on? He's got, whoa, man! He's got leaves in his beard. He's got birdies and leaves in his beard. You know, it's just the mountain. It's the mountain dude, man. He's got the badass hat, no little ball on top, and uh, yeah, that's pretty badass. I like that shirt a lot, man. Just thinking about getting it tattooed on my chest. What do you think? Uh, As long as it's that size, definitely. No, man, there's certain, you know, t-shirt art. It is an art form, man. It's not that easy to. to, I don't know, to make it translate to a T-shirt. That's fucking cool. I'm just wearing the old school DGC. When you're trying to make a T-shirt and you ask me what to do, I go, just put DGC really big on the <laughs> shirt, please, okay? That'll work. Speaking and, of tattoos, I don't know why it comes to mind. I think Steve-O, Steve-O from Jackass has some pretty funny fucking tattoos. Doesn't he have a giant tattoo of himself? That, I believe, is <laughs> yes, one of them. I believe he does, man. Hell yeah. Were you in um, the middle of a thought there? I don't know. I don't know. They're very fleeting. The thoughts are very fleeting. But hey, you mind if I shout out to our newest sponsor, Grain Alcohol? Mm, Why yes. mess with any mixers when you can just have pure grain alcohol? That's... When, you can use like half the jar to clean your bong with and then drink the other half. Get the, yeah. No, There's some. <laughs> yeah, I just walked to get to do some show prep. Had to check the hair, and of course, just a jar of grain alcohol is sitting there. That's like welcome to the bakery, you know. The weirdest thing is you don't have to worry about anybody drinking this shit. Like my kid smelled it one time. I'm like, she's like, that's what grain alcohol is. I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's, it's just like rubbing alcohol, man. It's gross. I do just want to say that's not good grain alcohol. There's a difference. Well, it was ever clear. Yeah, what I'm talking like no, you're good, talking. Moonshine. I'm talking like good moonshine grain alcohol. Now that's not grain alcohol, right? Like just got like apple crap in it or whatever, right? I, it depends. I, are we talking like white lightning or like apple pie moonshine or hooch or? Oh, this would lots, be like white difference. This would be like white lightning. White lightning is alcohol, right? Almost pure alcohol with a little bit of water in it. It can be done well. Uh, Bruce Banner's in the house. Get your ass in here, Banner. Get on in here, brother. All right, I'm hijacking it back from the alcohol talk, for God's sakes. <laughs> this is Grow Talk. Today, I'm going to give you a show rundown, grower questions off dudegrows.com. Uh, this is where we find, this is where the DGC helps build the Grow Talk in the community. So today we got, this is an awesome post, Take Better Picks Perspective by Soup, uh, yeah. as well as a great detailed article there. <laughs> yes, sir. As well as Decorative Autoflower by Givener. My plants stop eating when given molasses? Question mark by Canna. Who is this by Canna Sewer TT? Um, 
When, we got a lot of good ones in Scotty. I, okay. I, made, I made an extra. I pulled an extra one or two today. It says, when should I stop feeding or should I stop feeding after flush? Question mark by Growing Journey eight hundred two. We're gonna get into tent size. Newer grower asking about tent size. And last but not least, watering cocoa versus peat by Potluck Pyro. Okay. Is too much? No, man. You're like me these days, man. Sneaking all sorts of extra stuff in there. Hey, why not, man? It's a Friday. It's, it's Friday today? Is it a weekday today? I think it's Monday, technically. No, technically. No way, sir, dude. We're doing it live, all right? Oh, good point. How we, could it be? We How woke could up it today be? today. <laughs> Never know. Oh, the cannabis is working. All right, before we flow into the show for some grow, dudegrows.com forward slash support coming up right around the corner here. Let's see here. 17th, 18th. Yeah, we're getting close to the 20th. We're going to be giving away the HLG 550 R-Spec V2. Go over to Patreon or actually dudegrows.com forward slash support. Or if you're already signed up, supporting the show, Patreon. There's a post called Grower Hookup HLG 550. Make a comment there. We're going to pick a winner on July 20th. The people that are on the edge, if you're on the edge of supporting the show, the benefits are 30% off recharge. Free seeds for new members, some seeds here now. These are great genetics, best coast genetics, uh, as well as access. Scotty's working on some more. He's trying to say that the, the patrons need more content. They're working on like a pre-show a couple times a week, you huh? Know, we actually recorded a pilot today, and it's pretty fucking fun. <laughs> a pilot. A pilot. And it was pretty fun. Definitely. I mean, so the idea is uh, we want to continue to build this. The more listener supported we are, the, the more free we feel we can be with everything. And we've always operated. If we do are bringing on a sponsor, it's a great sponsor that's doing the grower hookups as well. But take consideration, dudegrows.com forward slash support. If we'd helped your grow, comment, like, subscribe, share, build the YouTube, uh, and tell your fellow growers, grow stores, <laughs> and your mother, and anybody else, man. Turn them on to Wake and Bake. I don't know. That's what I got, Scotty. Well, I just, uh, we were trying to make the additional content. Content for the patrons trying to make this just a, a morning show where we hang out and we we're doing a test this morning it was like from 9 30 to 10 we just smoked the bakery guys came in and we just smoked out and hung out told stories and just had some fun and right at 10 o'clock you want to talk about very professional at 10 o'clock grew walked in and the dog barked man and that was the end of the show we couldn't handle it, man. That broke us. Right? It was I'll have to check the pilot. That was our pilot, so it ends when a dog barks. But I'll be damned. That show's got potential, brother. All right, I'm going to take it into the show here. See who's growing some dank. Before I smoke some more hash, I always try to watch my highness on the live show. But you know what? Just got to go with it. Uh, this is titled, if anybody out there is wanting to take pictures of buds, this is a great article. You know, Guru's a great photographer. Soup's, uh, what do you, Guru, Soup's more getting into this. He just got some new gear. I think you were helping him with some advice. I helped Soup, I, I helped Soup, Soup pick out his first camera, um, nice. which is actually the first camera that I had, too. And it's a really good one for starting off, especially if you want to do some macro stuff with cannabis. And this is titled Take Better Picks Perspective by Soup. You can find this in the DDC guides as well, guys. We've been putting together some guides which are more of the complete, thorough information, valuable posts. We don't want to get lost in all the thousands of great grow posts we have, but that's over on the homepage. You can see DDC guides. But um, this is part three, Take Better Picks. So go over and check this out. There's great dank nugs on here as well as just general advice. I'm not going to go through all of it because I see I'm going to scroll for a long time with all of Soup's pictures and Beautiful. details. Beautiful. I love it. You know, we were talking about taking some pics a couple days ago, and an LED does set you up for you know for a much easier time. When you have an HPS, remember how hard it was to take pictures with an HPS light? It was like, a, what was that? And how come it would make those lines in there? Is that shutter speed? 
It has to do with the shutter speed making that happen. <laughs> Every time you try to take a picture and be like, hey, what's wrong with my plants? And there's fucking lines between it. My LEDs do that on some of the core 85s do that. Uh, my other LEDs don't, but also T5 fluorescents can, man. A lot, a lot of different lighting does some weird shit sometimes with that. Yeah. Yes. And not sir. only on one camera, on three cameras, on my iPhone camera, on my old Sony 1080 HD camera, like the little uh, handy cam and on this camera. So I don't know. I question it. New I'll sensors have got new, new sensors have gotten a lot better and have ways to make that not happen. Great. So now my camera's outdated that Kinda. quick. Yeah. Ah, you're outdated. It was outdated when we got it. Yeah. So you got it at $99, bro. Yeah, yeah, they put Scotty on the good cameras, guys. Okay? <laughs> Works around here. Um, all right, another deck, deck nug here. Decorative Autoflower by Givener. This is this awesome, is- by the way. Remember Jeff Lowenfels was on, and he was talking about the future of cannabis is going to be autoflowers yep. because of things like this. This is right with your other plants. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're looking at an autoflower just right out on a nice sunny deck with some other flowering potted plants, and it looks like it fits right in. It says, check out this cute little autoflower. Had to hold her back in one gallon until the weather warmed up, so she's a bit stunted. She's pretty, pretty, though, and looks good with the other flower pots in the deck. This one is a double grape crossed with three bears from a festo, although it almost looks like something Colin Gordon would brew up. So much wide open fun had since the fall of Prohibition here in Canada. Um, Colin Gordon yeah. sounds like he should be driving NASCAR, didn't he? <laughs> I dig, man. Putting your plants out and that grew. You can show this. Uh, I titled this picture Find the Cannabis. I mean, you can find the cannabis here, but when you blend it in with like those are my peppers and tomatoes, and then I just threw one of my cannabis plants in there right in the middle, um, it's easy to just blend them into your garden a little bit too. You know, if you're already a grower and you got a garden, blend a few in there. Don't worry about your neighbors, you know, have a good time with it, especially if you're where you're able to do it. It's almost like it just fits in there as just another one of uh, nature's beautiful plants, doesn't it? Like as soon as you take the illegality out of it, it becomes, you know, every plant is extraordinary. You know, if you never had a tomato, it's pretty fucking extraordinary. If you never smoked weed, it's pretty extraordinary. All right. Well, I'm going to go, since you, you just said legality, I'm going to skip this. Go to this good social comment here before the first question because it ties in. Okay. This is over on YouTube. This is from Armchair Warrior. And I was talking about uh, accessible. We were talking about medicinal accessibility for children. Yeah, be careful with that. <laughs> so I don't understand that this is not anything but poison there's no way this is meant to be drunk it's meant to be like poured in wounds you know or just soak yeah, fruit, or you soak fruit in it and then eat the fruit <laughs> six favorite words i can hardly taste the alcohol all right armchair warrior says dude it's better to fly under the radar and ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission and get put on a watch list i heard they can check in on you and all sorts of things so you get Get 20 plant limit, whoop de deuce. You don't want to get put on a watch list now. I mean, what the fuck, man? They're like, we're like on 80 watch lists, man. We signed up for them in the end user license agreements, you know? <laughs> Be on our watch list. So I get a 20 plant limit, whoop de doo still not enough to play basement god. I love it. <laughs> Hang on. And you, get- you can do a decent amount with 20 plants. I have a 24 plant limit, and I mean, you can do you can do a decent amount with that. Well, here's his response. So I'd rather continue to grow 10 mothers, 30 clones, 10 veg, 10 flower or something like that. 
what the fuck am I going to do with four plants? Ridiculous limit to funnel money into the government's pocket on the backs of good moral law-fearing people. <laughs> law-fearing. Instead of law-abiding, it's law-fearing. And I like this guy. I would buy you a joint and not even a pre-rolled. I'd buy a grand and roll Dude, myself. Yeah, fuck the pre-rolls. I've learned that. <laughs> like that kid, I have scoliosis too. It sucks balls and it would be an, I would be an inch taller if I didn't have it. It started to affect me at work. Finding the next strain that works for back pain has been my life goal for over a decade. Keep on keeping on, but stay off the list. Except maybe Schindler's List. You want to be on that one. I never watched that movie, man. Did you watch that movie? <laughs> It just seemed too depressing for me. I think it was really long, too, like three hours. Yeah, I mean, dude, Spielberg wants to make, like, E.T. I'll fucking watch it. You know what I mean? The Goonies, I'm down. And, you know, what about Dances with Wolves? Did you make it through that no, one? No, don't get all heavy on me, man. You know, I can watch Caddyshack once and then watch it backwards, too. Man, Come on, time. man. Dances with Wolves, like, made me cry. And then what was, was the one with the... Uh, with the, yeah, this is all I need to be fucking watching a movie with you while you start to cry, okay? What the fuck, man, <laughs> you know? Stand over here now, man. Now, how about All the right. one what was the Revenant, where he's, he's going with the bear, right? That's a good one. Or okay. saving, saving Private Ryan. No, oh, oh, come on now, man. All right, moving on to uh, thanks, Armchair Warrior. Appreciate your comment there. I agree. Uh, you know, sometimes it is just good to fly under the radar, and there are a lot of lists. Yes. They're listening anyway. They're while they're listening. What they say, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Sometimes. Do you agree? Yes. Oh, yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah, with a good lawyer, man. Get your good lawyer. Hey, uh, you know what? Just because we're bullshitting, I don't know. Is this the show where you ask me when I'm smoking? I don't know what it is. If so, right, you can hit it up. What do you got? If so, I'm jumping shit. But I just wanted to show an example. Uh, I went to, this is with that Colorado rain. Uh, I guess you'd call it, I guess it's a butter. For lack of a better word, I'll call it a butter. That is a live rosin butter. Okay, live rosin butter. So then I got some live, I don't think this is rosin over here, but this is a dispensary. This is kind of commercial product. You want to, definitely a commercial product, but say maybe 30 bucks, somewhere around 30 bucks. And it is a live batter. Is that what they call it? Call that guru? Oh, uh, butter batter. I mean, there lot. Some of the consistencies are kind of in between of the two, but yeah, I'd call that a butter. Yeah. By the way, I thought of your comments. I was Q-tip in the ears yesterday, and I thought of your comments, dude. <laughs> but look at this one. Actually, looks like mustard a little bit. Um, but very interesting. I guess my long-winded point is you can get great stuff at the store for night. I mean, I'm medical, but this was like 30 bucks somewhere around there. And I'll be damned, man. Yeah, I'm not crazy about buying flour at the store. I think you get much better flour from the free markets. But when it comes to concentrates, dude, going to the store, you get some crazy quality. And, uh, yeah, as as well as even the edibles. I got some edibles yesterday. They were micronized, okay, for faster absorption. You should hold the two of those up okay. together at the same time just for comparison. You got it. But it, yeah, it was kind of funny hearing that from the from the bud tender. They told me it was micronized. Uh, but anyway, good stuff. It's really a joy to be able to go to a store and uh, yeah, get good service, get good product, dude. Oh yeah. Impressed? All right. Are you gonna take if, if we hang out? If we ever get to hang out again, like. In person, um, are you going to take a dab? Are you in the dabs yet? Um, yes, I could definitely take a dab. You know me, I take half of a half dab first, see what's happening. Right. But yeah, we can hang out. I can totally, I could come down there right now if I wanted to, but I just don't want to stay home for two weeks when I get back. That's the rule. So 
I could come visit. I'm not saying I would, but I could, all right? <laughs> I, could, I could leave the house if I wanted to. I bet. What if I did? Will we smoke a joint together live? Yes. Hmm? Yes, we would. <laughs> I was just talking with Mike, just Mike. Shout out to your brother about how weird it is. Like He's out in L.A., and he's like, dude, yeah, you don't smoke joints with too many people these days. You know, the, the social aspect of it really has changed. A little bit. You got to just blow it under the mask and share. Uh, <laughs> anyway, grow talk question one. Come on, guru. I skipped this back up a little bit. My plant stopped. My plant stopped eating when given molasses by Canisur TT question mark. Okay. Right. I have several questions on this one during my preparation, but let's do it, brother. I'll break it down. It says, hey, guys, much respect and love goes out to all you hardworking can of sewers putting in the work, hailing all the way from Trinidad and the Caribbean. Whoa, hang on. Shout out to you, man. Trinidad, you should go visit that place, man. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Nice. We'll do a DGC meetup. I was listening to another show. Once we can, we should also start doing DGC meetups. All right. Deal. I'll go to Trinidad. That came from the uh, No Agenda show, by the way. I'll give credit where credit is due. And by the way, right. a lot of our ideas come from the No Agenda show. and We I, just copy uh, other people's podcasts. Yep. Yes, yes. called Stealing Like an Artist, brother. But uh, by the way, just huge shout out. If more people listen to the No Agenda show, I think it might be a better world. So, All right. We got hailing all the way from Trinidad in the Caribbean. I'm simply in search of clarification on something. Traditionally, I've been an outdoor grower that only ever grew with compost tea, but now the rainy season is upon us. I've decided to try a more controlled environment for a change. I've been running a straight pro mix in perlite, 70-30 mix in four five-gallon pots and super veg these ladies for like four months to fill out a five by 10 tent. Time out, I gotta ask you some pro mix is already pretty light. It already has perlite in it. So in 30% perlite on top, that's a light mix, bro. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so he's filling out the five by ten, five by ten tent with a full do-it-yourself scrog with two one thousand watt HPS bulbs. I was running a sin organic feed, or as I call it, synganic feed for this crop, uh, and my feeding schedule for flour. Here's his flour feeding schedule. I dig on this too. He calls this the salty day. <laughs> his base newts are CalMag and some NPK with potassium sulfate and Epsom salts to build up the PPM to about nine hundred and fifty to a thousand. Plants okay. would usually spit out 750 ppm runoff to show they are happily eating. But hang on a second. So base newts, cow mag, and some NPK. Uh, we kind of got. I think it means NPK there. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But uh, uh, the other's national pipe thread, by the way, dude. Thanks. Nothing. <laughs> but got you got to it. get its proportions. It's just like saying I eat some carbs, some fats, and some uh, 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 proteins. You know what I mean? But you got to be like, well, what are the proportions of it? So uh, we definitely want to know the proportions of that because, of course, more nitrogen and veg. Uh, you slow it down in, in flowering and whatnot. So um, what's it? 1,000 thousand ppm is not bad, assuming it's in the right proportions. Not bad at all. Yeah. No, yeah. something that bugs me a little bit is the use of the – CalMag and then Epsom salts on top of the CalMag and potassium sulfate with that too. It's kind of hard to know without knowing what the the base nutrients were right. for this mix. But there is multiple sources of magnesium in there, multiple sources of sulfur in there. Um, it would be interesting to know how complete the base nutrients being used were. And that's just a, kind of one of those things where too much of it is it becomes a problem. Well, and specifically with uh, magnesium, it matters the ratio of that to calcium. And you, you want to have a much higher calcium to, mag 
to magnesium ratio, and uh, you can misbalance that sometimes by by adding. Sounds like it's just maybe much, mixing too much magnesium. I just want to say real quick, that's where Google Guru was uh, showing me about right was showing me about the Molders chart, and you can just yell. I don't know how to spell it, but it was like it looked like this kind of pentagram kind of star thing. But it was it would tell you have have like uh, lines from one to the other, It'd be like calcium to magnesium, and which which ones are synergistic, beneficial for each other, and which one or need each other to be able to. Uh, go through its its metabolic processes, or which ones antagonize each other, or can lock them out, or make that nutrient unable to be uptaken. Isn't it funny that everybody knows what antagonize means? At least if you had a sibling, you do. It's true. All right. <laughs> that was day one. That was salty day. Day two is rest. Day three is the organic day. Okay. He's got kelp, banana tea. Can anybody elaborate on banana tea? No, but I already got a question. If he's only leaving one day of rest, do these things need to be watered again? Have they lost? Let's it? just let's just assume they do. And uh, the way you know been- what happens when you assume, dude. Sometimes good things. What is up, Guru? I was going to say real quick on the banana tea. Um, Not super familiar with that. Bananas are really rich in potassium. I could see that being like a potassium-rich type of uh, like fermented fruit tea. But just from him saying banana tea, that would be what I would think that that is. I'm thinking more of a boba tea myself. All right. So we've got kelp banana tea. Next thing is high tide, which is the brand of shellfish extract. This was a liquid kydosin. We've covered a few, quite a few times on the show just for getting a hold of a liquid kydosin versus something that takes longer to break down, like powder or crab shell powder or crab meal. Go ahead. You have your hand up, sir. I said I didn't interrupt. I actually waited with my hand up. Guru, fucking, I can't remember. What does chitosin do? I remember it's, it's the crab crab meal or whatever like that. What the hell does it do, though? So crabs, they, they have exoskeletons. Right. Like uh, insects have exoskeletons. Okay. Um, and they're made up of chitin. Uh, so if you can influence your soil or your plants to – or, well, the soil, make it think that uh, – or it have a higher number of chitin-degrading bacteria. They're literally bacteria that make chitinase and are able to break down insect exoskeletons. Right. So if you think about it, would you want to be in an area where uh, it felt like it was melting your skin? Yeah, it's you would probably, that signal, right? You would probably avoid that. So it signals that one way and just as a deterrent for pests, but it also triggers the plant to think it is surrounded by insects, so it ups its own defenses to be able to fight off an infection that isn't really there. You're just making it think it's there so that it's just primed and ready to go. Gotcha. gotcha. So you're not really doing it for any nutritive properties. You're really doing it for uh, plant stimulus. For Yeah, for plant, for plant stimulus and stimulating its, uh, uh, its immune system. Reducing path, uh, pathogen attack and infection as well in summary. You know what I'm saying? That was pretty right. goddamn good. It's like, I'm like well, what do I buy this for? <laughs> I like it. That's a short short. Okay, so, and then also he is adding recharge. That's his organic day. There's not much full meat and potatoes there. You know, kelp's really low, if, if, but go, if any. Go ahead. Yeah, go over what he's adding because it is duplicitous. I want to save him a little bit of money. Mm. What, what he's got. Oh, he's adding after the recharge, he's adding molasses depending on how high the PPM was. So Yeah, so just real quick, man. Kelp is the first thing he's adding. I put plenty of kelp in recharge. Uh, 
the molasses, that's the microbe food and recharge. Those are all really good things, uh, but that's why I add them in there. So you can just, you can't save a little bit of money, you're already using it. And too much of all that stuff uh, isn't good. You know, like the kelp is loaded with these, uh, uh, I guess they call them phytohormones and growth-promoting substances. Just plant, all, plant growth regulators. Yeah, they are natural ones. Natural though. ones. And if you think about it, kelp... Uh, Kelp, I'm sorry, trying to get my camera. Angle, it's, right? it's the fastest growing plant in it's, the world, though. It's, man. It is the fastest growing plant. Dude, you and, and I can finish each other's sentences. And it has so it has the proportions <laughs> of these PGRs of the fastest growing plant in the world in the right proportions to be able to do that and drive metabolic activity. So using it on your plants, it, it's generally really beneficial. But, but it is possible to overdo it with kelp. It's a PG, you know, it's a growth regulator. If you put too much on there, you can get weird shit going on, man. So everything in the right proportions. Same with sugar. You put way too much sugar on, uh, it can actually fuck up your roots, man. If you have too much molasses in there or just too much sugar in general. You can clog it up and decrease their ability to uptake nutrition. Yeah, so everything in moderation. And just always kind of preach, man. Just know what everything does. Know, know why you're buying everything. But I got to tell you, your plants don't look bad. I, I well, let me finish this regimen yeah, here. Sorry. So then after that, you know, feed day, has got day four, is rest day, <laughs> day five is water with stale tap water. That's about 250, there's about 250 PPM runoff um, out, would be 800 PPM still, wait a second. Water with stale tap water, that's about 250 PPM, runoff would still be 800 PPM. Okay, I got you. Man, so um, I, mean, I guess you're in Trinidad, but man, 250 PPM tap water, it's a, it's a decent amount of stuff in there. Sounds like Florida by the ocean. Yeah, and you do have to, just so we know, man, that's a lot. Usually, what is that? Is that sodium in there, Guru? Is that what that would be? or so, Sodium is going to be the main salt that's in there, but there's going to be lots of other stuff in small amounts in seawater. Yeah, and what we learned from, from Dude with the Water Softener is when you put sodium in, in your water, it replaces any other spots for nutrients to be uptaken. Hey, there's a reason like uh, salt the earth. It's That comes from uh, when the Romans invaded Carthage, they salted the earth so plants wouldn't grow there for 100 years. Did it work? It worked, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Well, get to his question Fertilizers, here. man, so take that. Yes, sir. I'm kind of curious on this. He says, I cut out recharge after week four flower to reduce possible nitrogen uptake is there a certain point where you say cut out like don't feed in microbes when you're you know you know you're going to go to flush week eight of flower the weeks are kind of relevant because some strains flower you know finish at eight some at ten the last three to four weeks of flowering i do not like to have anything that can bring nitrogen in and the microbes that's why recharge makes your plants look fucking great is because it's loaded the microbes are made out of nitrogen they're pulling nitrogen and holding it into the soil um so that's why your plants look green and healthy and big and fat but uh you don't want that at the end of flowering so yeah the last month definitely don't i don't use it Okay, so then he's wondering if he should still water in since he's not using microbes after the fact. Um, I says, I know the roots can't really uptake the sugars. You're still meant using to- microbes, bro. You're still absolutely using microbes. You're just not fucking aggressively recolonizing every week or twice a week. But there's no way. It's not like shit went sterile in there. I would still use your sugars. I mean, there's plenty of products that have sugar in it. You're using a molasses. I cut it out at flush though, but you, you definitely the microbes are still going to be down there and enjoying the food, correct? 
I'm just looking at your body language, man. I don't like it, dude. You're very close, man. All right, you're very close. Very close. Right. I, maybe it's a little chilly even more. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I wish it were chilly here. Oh. I'm just fucking with you, man. It is fun hanging out. I'm telling you, man. This whole video thing. It's uh, you're in Canada, bro. This is neat. So his, his question was, should I cut out the carbs completely? I say no. Keep feeding your sugars. You definitely want to keep them. You don't have to go heavy on them. Um, and then looking at your garden here, like Scotty was saying, man, that looks great. It says, P.S. The buds all still came out dank with some definite keeper phenos. Just want to learn to be more efficient with feeding, which yeah, definitely helped out by cutting out your kelp and molasses and what the roots are actually taking up. Man, your yeah, your garden looks good. Yeah, is this one of those things where the super hot chick makes you look at her and goes, "I'm fat, aren't I? Doesn't this make me look fat?" You're like, "No, perfect. This garden's fucking beautiful, man. Beautiful." <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, but good analogy tight, there. Tight, yeah, tight work here. Really beautiful. I just think it's really fun to think about Trinidad and think about that somebody's growing dank. There's a couple thowies lighting up Trinidad, man. You I'll do. drop in since there was some recharge in there. If you guys want to pick it up, realgrowers.com, coupon code DUDE. You can hook up some recharge, Amazon Prime. Go to rechargecanada.ca if you are in Canada and need the dank for your flowers. Yes, and right now as we speak, there is a police officer taking new pictures, new product pictures for us, all right, man? Can we get like a recharge on a cop car or something like that? Come on, Love that'd it. be awesome, man. That'd be awesome. Are you trying to get to like the South Florida point where you get a you get a speedboat, but it's justified business expense because you just it's the recharge speedboat. There's a guy (laughs) in my not in my neighborhood, but I live near there's one mountain road. So there's all sorts of different people, you know, different varying degrees of wealth from the the methy trailer homes to the multimillion dollar house on the top of the hill. And I see one guy in a Ferrari and I'm like, holy shit, there's this guy's driving a Ferrari. And when he comes back by on the side, it just says like some super lame dot com, you know, so he's using. It is a business right off. And it makes me just immediately think, fucking tool, man. How could you do that to a work of art? All right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, kind of I kind of agree. But I'm gonna go on here with another grower question. This is when should I feed after a flush by Growing Journey 802? What up, DDC? Flush. I'm a new grower on the first run. I'm running auto flowers, biodiesel mass from advanced seeds in seven gallon fabric pots with Fox Farm Ocean Force Recharge and the big three from Fox Farm, Grow Big, Big Bloom and Tiger Bloom, along with Cha-Ching, Beastie Blooms and Open Sesame. I don't know, man. Can we talk like, about those right now? or I know I they're from doing retail. Those are three powders that come in three different containers for I, bloom phase. So I know the one is that, yeah, that's kind of a little marketing thing. I think Guru and I were talking about it, but they've got like these three, three, three bloom boosters and what I believe. And one is supposed to be open sesame for early flowering. Um, Beastie. Beastie is what I can't remember. Beastie, Beastie is the middle one. Cha-ching is the finisher. And, I remember, and then the, the, I think... Grow Big is their just liquid-based veg. Big Bloom is the only one out of the Fox Farm line that I like. Actually, kind of like it's like a worm casting tea. Yeah, I did yeah. on that one. It's yeah. not bad. And then Tiger Bloom is their like uh, just base liquid bloom. So you use the three liquids through the whole thing, and then the Cha Ching Beastie Bloom and Open Sesame and Flower for like the different 
timing of flowers. Which I would be yeah. careful of those. You can burn your plants it's, easily. I know that one of them is that Bloom Booster, the way to the 0 50 I'm dyslexic, so it might be a 0 30 But it's the, P, it's the PK boost. And remember, that shit, when you look at a 0 30 that has to add up to 100. That's, that's you know, basically how many pounds per, you know, whatever, basically percentages. So uh, you've got, what, 50 pounds of, out of 100 pounds, you have 50 pounds of P, 30 pounds of K. That's not a lot of filler in there. <laughs> when you look at like, uh, I don't know, what, what is it, like a four, three, seven, some of the stuff is? It's, and the math for like that is a little 10%. bit more complicated. You actually need a periodic table of elements and no, no. Mo- no you, I promise you, you I know. And, I know. and need the molecular weights of everything to be able to figure out uh, exactly how much of that is the, the molecular us- weight usable of, uh, potassium. Of everything is equal to water, all right? As long as I think like that, I'll be fine. And that never works, by the way, man. Well, let me get to the question. <laughs> I just had to flush my plants due to salt buildup, an issue going on in the beginning of flowering. Okay. My question is, how soon should I feed after doing a flush? Any advice would be appreciated. I think I can tell, so if you're a new, new grower, looking at your plant here, and a common mistake could be your plant looks like it's got plenty, if not too much, but a lot of nutrition in it. It's really green. So I think, yeah, after you've done your flush, first off, make sure you wait to when it needs to be watered again. Beautiful. Common new, new mistake, you can overwater after a flush. Um, so yeah, wait till your plant needs to be watered again, either by these look small enough just to pick up and tell water weight if you want. Or for me, it's always easy if you're growing in peat or cocoa, the coloration change on the surface of peat or cocoa, just change, you know when it's that color, it's close to being watered. Yeah, ne- just if you're a new grower, it's great advice, dude, and just trying to kind of build on it. Mm-hmm. If you're a new grower, you got to think of these, you can think of these plants just like think of yourself. You know, you get hungry and you get thirsty. You don't necessarily get hungry and thirsty at the exact same time. You know, so kind of consider that. The water, these plants, oh, what would you say? The rule of thumb is when they lose half their weight, uh, you know, when they're saturated, pick them up. Then when they're like basically lost half their weight, that's when I think it's safe to rewater. And don't forget with peat-based uh, uh, medium, medium or media? Media. Media like that. Uh, you got to watch it getting too dry. If that shit gets too dry, then it's hard to re-wet. So I like getting consistent. And, and uh, man, instead of a plain water day or just a flush, I would do a recharge flush. I would just cut out the nutrients, just do a re I do a recharge day. I do it once a week and, uh, you know, keep that nice I love that nice green color. That is a good looking plant right there. Yeah. Back in the day, I'd have my, uh, my enzyme day, either, either in hydro systems or in cocoa and it would just be water and straight enzyme. It's a good way to not get the soil too hot. I thought I was doing some cleanup in there, but I agree. I have my plain water days, the recharge it up day this for this plant though, next um, don't just give it plain water again. And in autos in general, I'm by no means a pro. This is one of my autos next to me now that is good. going into bloom pretty good. That but is, man, beauty. I've in general been told they're you know you feed them less and you know don't make sure you're going light on that right. auto. And as I said before, it looks like it has plenty of nutrition in it per this photo. Uh, and then let us know, maybe even two plain waterings because you still have some nutrition in that soil. You know, man, I'm thinking about looking at that auto next to you, <clears throat> thinking about why you would feed it light. 
And when you're growing in veg, you're hammering it with light and then you're topping it and you're trying to get so much vegetative growth out of the thing, you know, and it's so much different than what you're doing with that, which is just trying to get, I mean, you're trying to get it to be a decent size, but then it's going to flower. So yeah, imagine it takes a hell of a lot less food to do that. Less yeah, I'm debating to, whether to take some of these lower branches off that I think. I don't know. I'd leave them, man. I'll bet they'll nug up. <sighs> nug up. All right. Do you think Get of that? Grow. That's a kind of cool. Since it's grow talk, take a look at that thinner stalk right up front. Man, I always think of those like pipelines. You know, like I'm looking at that giant, your apical Murray stem up there, that top bud. And mm -hmm. dude, that's like a giant freaking, that's like a fire hose going up there. You know, and then that's like uh, that one up front there. That looks like the refrigerator water line. You know what I mean? <laughs> but and that's totally not my growth style. Maybe next time I grow autos, I mean, typically I'd have this topped right here. And then yeah. all more of an even canopy I'd be trying to get. And, and let's, let's go with the whole fire hose analogy. So if you're sending a fire hose amount of water, however many gallons of, of water up that apical mer stem, that main stem, and now you shut it off, you cut that thing off. Dude, it's got the fire hose filled with water. What's it going to do with it? So it just redistributes it. All right, man, I got all this fucking water, this nutrient water. You know what? what I got osmotic pressure that's, that's pulling it up. So let's just redistribute it. And that's why, that's why you get a whole bunch of larger tops when you... Uh, take a, a photo plant and top it, veg it out I just a little more. Realized my lower twisty tie was getting a little snug on the stem. Uh, would you be able to concentrate and the whole the rest of the show if you knew it's choking my stem, man? It's the rubber coated ties as well. Please do not use the other type on your plants. They eventually dig in, cause wounds. Isn't it weird how the plant don't give a fuck though, man? It'll just grow right around that wire. It's Seriously, crazy. yeah, you see, yeah, trees that have like grown through a car and shit in the woods. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got another. This is a kind of a beginner's question that came in. This is just titled "Tent Size," and it says posted by, and there's nothing there, so this is anonymous. Um, it says I have an HLG 550 V2 R spec. I was using it in roughly a four and a half by four and a half room. <laughs> I recently had a falling out with the guy whose house it was set up at in parentheses, live in prohibition land and have a kid so I can't have it at my house at the moment. Oh, he can't have a, that stinks, man, when you're like, dude, it's mid-grow, okay? We have to get along until flowering's done. Yes, yeah, man, who the hell knows? Life is so complicated, who the hell knows? He goes, second week of flower, and he says it has to go. So I took everything out and put them outside. They re-vegged and are huge now. I have a new place to grow and I'm gonna set up a tent. I was wondering which would be best, a four by four or a five by five. In the new place, I don't need a carbon filter. What type of fan should I get for the tent? I'm new to tent growing, just wanna make sure I do everything right. Motherfucker, you getting cocky, man, going from I gotta get out of the house to I don't even need a carbon filter, man. <laughs> I would get a bigger. If you have room, I'd get a five by nine. You know, I mean, if I like to walk nah. into my tent, it yeah. gave it gave me space for environmental. It's like having the bigger air volume is easier to control. And maybe if he thinks he's going to step up, then he already has the bigger size tent. If you got room for it, even if you only grow in half of a five by nine, I'd rather have that air volume. 
I gave then, you the nah before, and I totally take it back. If you have the size or, or you know, the, the space for that, you're a fucking 100% right. Or if, if you a have... totally better experience. If you have the lights for that 5x5, five five, or to have a 5x9 or something like that, definitely go with even, that. Even but not, just, just understanding the difference between a 4x4 four four and a 5x5 five five in right. terms of square footage, I know they're one number away from each other on that, but it's nine square feet different. Um, where in terms of the 4x4, four four, having the 5x5 five five is like 50% more, more square footage that you're getting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't seem like it, but it is a significantly more space so nine, in there for you to try and grow some cannabis in. It's 9 square foot additional. That's what you're saying? We, it's 16 square foot for the 4x4 for the four four and 25 square foot for uh, the 5x5. Five five. Oh, so, gonna... yeah, that, that's a 9 square foot difference. Half of uh, 16 would be 8, so 9 is bigger than that, so it's more than 50% of the space. Let me see the here. Well, hang on a second. Length. A 3x3 th- well, is 9. If you got a 3 by 3 tenth, that's 9 square foot, yeah, right? You have an extra 3x3 three three of wow. space wow. in a 5x5 five five versus a 4x4. Four four. That is, And it's nice to have. I mean, I'm was whatever it's on the extreme end i guess i like to get in my tent with my plants that's why i grew in half of a nine by five but i agree um, you don't have to light up the whole tent either man you could have some space to hang out you put a lawn chair and i'm not kidding in there 100 <laughs> percent. you get and then of course with the, the newer tents um i'm a shout out to gorilla grow tent i mean they have even if you just have a five by five there's portals there's nice zippers so you can access your plants on the side make sure you look through their different features on their light line and other lines just you're getting the features you need and another thing with them is if you have the vertical space think about going higher yep um so you have more volume to have your lights maybe up off higher just gives you more options in the long run um but always go bigger if you can with your tent and you could also take a five by nine like I did and put a little smaller two by two uh, t- or a two by four inside it. And it might sound silly. And then use it as your veg. And you can have a perpetual harvest if you like that way. I have uh, the five by nine Gorilla Grow tent that I used for one, one cycle or two cycles so far. And it's packed up in my garage. I'm like, maybe I should sell it to another grower or somebody that could use it. And it's just like one of those things I think you never sell. <laughs> like you, you never know when you might need to throw it up, you know? Yeah, I told my kid I had the perfect photo booth for the Sweet 16. <laughs> That's good. It'd work out. Not bad, right? Um, if you do check out Gorilla Grow Tent, coupon code DUDE will hook you up. All right, cool. And they got, and just because I know this from working retail and having my own pet peeves, the zippers are legit. I have touched some zippers on tents where it's like, man, are you kidding me? Like, this is only the second time. Hey, we've broken a zipper for a tent in the bakery the first time we tried to put the two together. (laughs) It was God punishing me. I was just, they were like, oh, we're out of stock on those. A girl to grow tent, it'll be three weeks. And I'm like, dude, but I want to see if this works now. And (laughs) sure enough. I waited the three weeks. I should have waited the three weeks, rather. All right, before we go, another Grow Talk question. What's going on in our Grows? DGC Pros, dudegrows.com forward slash pros is where you can check out all the coupon codes are listed. I'm featuring that pretty rosin bomb sitting next to you there today, Scotty. It's kind of getting its, like, seasonal rest. Like, once harvest comes. I miss using this thing, man. But it just, you need good bud to squeeze in it, so... 
Yeah, and then you're going to have it just running consistently once you get your your harvest cured up. It is so funny. What good, I'm sorry, I mean, you just distract. I just, I'm distracted because I'm thinking of good bud, and what that means to me is different than what it means to a lot of other people. Remember my buddy that was skydiving and tried to buzz the truck and crashed into the truck, broke his back pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's been a solid year or so, and so now you know life goes on and you're living with some serious pain and he's been using cannabis and he smokes it, he eats it. And, uh, you know, if you don't grow it, that gets expensive. So I, whatever, I found out he was out of weed. I volunteered. I said, I've got some, you know, whatever it was last year's harvest. And so I put a jar of it together and he's like, dude, this is delicious. And I'm like, I don't really smoke that stuff, you know, but it's <laughs> it's helping him. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's taking the pain away. It's getting him to where awesome. he needs to be. And it's just so funny how that works out, you know? I like shout it. out somehow to you, you, Kyle. Somehow you put the feel good story in the middle of my, my, my Rosenbaum commentation. I don't know how I transition back now. Yes. Bring me in. <laughs> uh, Rosenbaum, helping people since 2019. Seriously, that. check them out. I'm going to try and get a hold of cats to get another one to give away for the DDC. Rosenbaum.com. I was over there. They even have, uh, it's, it's on their site, uh, 0% financing, no credit check. It sounds like one of the used car lots, but that's what it says. So even if you can't afford one, which are not crazy expensive, uh, check out that financing deal. Dude, it says the Rosenbaum is the Panini Press of weed. Wait, they? I didn't realize that this got reviewed by Engadget, which is actually a really popular like technology news website that does not normally have any cannabis content on there at all. So that's they went pretty mainstream with this one, which is cool. You know what? This is a mainstream product. Just like we were looking at those uh, auto flowers, and we we're like, dude, just sitting on somebody's back patio, being a really cool plant, it's pretty fucking mainstream. You know, this thing to be sitting on your desk or whatever for four hundred and twenty bucks, and to be made. Making very clean concentrates. I mean, it is cool that all, dude, you would smoke this or appreciate this because it's just squeezing the juice. It's just squeezing the oils. Nothing what do you do with the used pucks? I feed them to uh, middle Will schoolers. Will the goats eat those? No, I'm just, uh, yeah, the goats will eat them. I think they actually can, you can give them the dogs too. I think there's a little bit left in there if it's like CBD or something like that. I think they do give them the animals, yeah. Curious. What do you, do you can you feed them to your whatever? You just throw them out in the yard? Uh, I don't know what we happens just, to them. Yeah, I think they probably do get thrown out in the yard. Which, by the way, everything's concrete out here now. We're so into the compost pile. Out in the yard. They go into the compost pile. <laughs> yeah, right. theoretically. What's going on in your grow, dude? How's the greenhouse doing? Is it getting Hang a little on. bushy or what? The greenhouse is beautiful, and I've got a video here, but I want to say something real quick. Banner's over here. Shout out to Bruce Banner. Keeps keeps the wheels on. Uh, but we're sitting there bullshitting. And he's like my my strategist, maybe. He'll, say, he'll help me with strategy sometimes, you know? He's really good at helping Scotty focus. Imagine that. I get unfocused. And so we were talking about the indoor grow and how it's freaking whatever, the perpetual heart harvest and all that stuff, how he just kind of abandoned it. And he's like, what about an old school Scotty style grow? Five gallon hempies, fucking filling it up with hempies, going, flipping it, not making things overly complicated, doing what you always do. 
And I'm like, you know what? That fucking sounds like fun. It does, man. So weren't you growing in hempies before? I had hempy beds. I was trying new stuff. And then that, you know, gave me humidity problems. And, you know, I, uh, yeah. So I just didn't feel like kind of rebuilding it or kind of, I don't know. I'm thinking about maybe just doing it and doing a half dozen plants and doing it live. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a really cool idea, Banner. Very cool idea. I'm thinking about it, man. You got my wheels turning. So, but anyway, the reason I don't really give a shit too much about my indoors, because Guru, you got this picture up, right? Mm -hmm. Come on, this is my greenhouse right here. It's just fucking easy. By the way, over on the left, that side, that's the organic side. Have not touched that side with anything except water, and there's a drip line. And recharge. And, And recharge, yes. And what we do is we just fill out the 55-gallon drums. We load them up with recharge and just got some pumps in there. Uh, There is the new Millennium side. And come on, that's beautiful looking, too. Here, let's go through the organic side again because I messed up. It didn't have that. Playing in the, oh, okay. uh, for the live Yeah, <laughs> there's the organic side right there, man. Fucking hey. Come on, man. Those are beasts right there. Is that the tange? I can't remember which one that is. I remember Sunset Sherbert at the end looking good. Oh man. Oh man. Is that the Sunday driver? This look- one right here we're passing over, that is my favorite one. The the candy kim. Uh, yes, from Love from her Love in Her Eyes. That is the weed that that's some stupid weed. Now I feel like I have to explain the almost dead bamboo there at the end. <laughs> Every now and again, I'll get, you always almost have one of those. It's like. For some reason, UPS, every now and again, somebody will not be home, they'll refuse a bamboo, or it'll get returned. And instead of returning it down to Florida, they'll return it to Colorado, and I'll just get this beat-up box that looks like it's been in the UPS system for like two weeks, and uh, I find it a challenge to bring them back. So I'm going to bring her back. Don't you worry. We'll bring it back. Are you scrogging everything out, like on both sides, tying everything together? Yep. Just went over. Shout out to Way to Grow. Went over there this uh, morning and got me some scrog netting. And uh, yeah, just about to do it. It was nice. I actually showed them the greenhouse. They were like, fucking A. I think we're going to have to go get some more. Uh, it was funny. Last year, we had a very similar situation to this. I think it looks better this year. But and oh, it, we upgraded greenhouse-wise. Well, just big the, time. the plants were fucking big last year. We started fairly late last year. But uh they uh, people were saying online, "Oh man, good luck getting them to grow into the scrog." And they grow into two scrogs. It's so funny how much bigger these things get, or so much so surprising to people. We're gonna scrog this this week, and I guarantee you, we'll need another scrog in another two three weeks. I dig. Are you guys coming down? Have you done any thinning as far as like canopy thinning or thinning for air movement or just trimming up lower or any type of pruning out there yet? Yes, mul- multiple times. Yeah, I have not personally, but I've seen the guys in there doing it. Guru, you're directing them like, in, like an orchestra leader. Is that right? Yeah, I'm the, the head of the, head of the orchestra conducting everyone. There we go. It's so weird <laughs> that a guy that drives a train and the guy that leads an orchestra both have the same job title. Or maybe driving a train is harder than you think. Well, no, it seems pretty cool, though. You meant driving a train on weed. <laughs> cool. All right, in my grow, in my grow, everything's chugging along. I just, uh, I'm going to make another video. I lowered down uh, my plants. The table was like at four foot level. 
they're getting too close to the 600 watt spectrum king right there's only about just a foot and a half and i'm like you know what i remembered when i visited ramo's garden and he has those same lights hanging up they're three and a half four feet off canopy and the plants are doing fine so i'm like i gotta get this light spread so i lowered the table down had to set a couple plants on just actually one plant which is authentic i was like this plant only needs to be four inches taller and it would be even with the other canopy and i was like what can i get and i went and got two pieces of firewood from the other side of my house perfect fit um and so yeah i'm gonna get a video of that out this is one of they're all in different stages of flowering some are flowering more than others and we're talking about seeds that were planted and popped at the same you know very close to the same day right so i'm kind of curious about that i have one even in a four inch pot that's flowering a little bit more this one's in a five gallon radical bag and it's pushing flowers there's one another one in a five gallon radical bag that would look almost 10 days behind this so not fully getting that but learning as we go with autos Uh oh what's going on man what kind of bullshit is going on there man i thought i found it like i think they're called like a leaf hopper or something um and then just dreaming and scheming for the indoor i've always wanted to do a longer flowering like a haze or something so i'm trying to decide because i can grow indoor with my two by four tent with only two of my bars on versus the three uh, eight core 85s uh, because the three, it's just going to get too hot, guaranteed going to get too hot. Um, and yeah, just it's bugging me that I got a little bit of, I'm not going to call it a collection, but a little grip of seeds that need to be popped and played with. And uh, if I could do it with two 85 watt LED bars. And I remember my last two by four grow, I didn't have to, the thing that bothered me the most was, oh shit, I'm almost out of CO2 and having to go to the grocery store to change out a tank. But I didn't have to visit it that much. I mean, I visited it daily, but I mean, not a ton to do when the environment was dialed. Like, everything was great. So, so we'll it's so see. Fun, I'm, man, that's what's so fun about the greenhouse. The environment's usually dialed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seeing these things outside here, I'm so happy. When like usually I would not see flower development like this where I'm at now. I've only grown outside one year here or last season. It would be until shit man um late august right you know and look where i'm at so i already know i have a much better chance of uh, of a successful harvest with good yields and hopefully no mold but we're gonna look at my maroon bio products for that i'll keep you updated dude i got thumbs up for those we used them in the greenhouse to we knocked them down with the pyganic and then used the maroon and uh scotty doubted them a little bit but the maroon bio innovation stuff is did I doubt? Uh, that, that would be my number. If someone's having pest problems, especially mites or thrips or aphids or something like that, or powdery mildew, the Marone Bioinnovations are going to be a really good way to prevent that from uh, being a problem in your garden. Are you sure I doubted them? I've always thought they were cool as fuck. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I might, might have misquoted myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's good shit, man. Good stuff, dude. What's this, uh, Guru? Is this just you typing on the, the keyboard here for the door prize? One, two, two, one, two, one, 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 two, I think two, one, two. Pick, I think it's uh, doubling there when I'm doing camera changes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There is a door prize uh, going on uh, right now, which is the Brothers Grimm, Brothers Grimm seeds. And you can pick them up. Just go to the homepage, dudegrows.com. And you can, anybody can enter with their email. What is the one here? I'm scrolling on it now. Is it Uptown, Uptown Funk? Funk we giving away? You know what? I'm looking at them right now. They happen to be autographed by Mr. Soul, man. So uh, very cool. Yeah, he gave us a couple autograph packs. Always nice. Does of that them. help their germination? 
Yes. All right. You know what? It's fucking cool, man. These breeders are cool, and it's nice to get a little bit closer to them. So, although there is a little piece of them inside those seeds, you know. Fair enough, guys. Go over there uh, after you enter with your email to win. You social share helps your chances, uh, and we're doing it every week. Dogrows.com. While you're there, post a grower question. Use the search bar. Check our site out, man. We definitely have a lot of great information. Over six years gathering from a lot of good growers. So. And I want to paraphrase another thing. I said banners are idea guy. You know, in three fucking words. Ready? More fucking seeds. All right. We need to be giving away more seeds, man. So I'm about to hit it up. We got to figure out ways to give away more seeds, dude. I hear you. I hear you. Yes. See what we can do. You start well, four times already, a month right? isn't enough for you. You want to no. go to daily, huh? Giving them away, man. Give it away. Give it away now. I told you about when I uh, was watching that show about Papua New Guinea, and they landed over there, and uh, they were giving like rice out, and the one kid was in a red hot chili pepper shirt. <laughs> awesome. It's just awesome. <laughs> All right, dudegrows.com forward slash support. You had a good time. He had a chuckle. We helped her grow. Help the show. Listener supported. Thanks, DGC. Let's shout out to some of these producers, Scotty. Can I take it, man? These are pretty yes. Turpy nugs and pills are bad, okay? <laughs> Poyo, Poyo, Loco, and Internet Grower. Hey, here you go. I grow no GMO and rabid grandma three. Mm, let's get some shots for that. Blazing Jays, Uncle Awkward, 420. <laughs> Could be just Rabbi Grandma Three Typer. I don't. <laughs> Essential Nugs and six tip seven sixteen vibes. There you go. There Sounds you go. like a late night phone number. Call seven sixteen vibes. All right. Happy Friday to do that pertains to. Otherwise, enjoy hanging out with your working friends and stay higher. That's all I got, Scotty. I'm gonna get ready to go have a good weekend myself. Don't you think most people it's Friday, man? Probably Friday for most people. And I want everyone to be happy, all right? Even if you have to work tomorrow, all right? (laughs) It was really good hanging out with all y'all. Take it easy. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss fans is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long yeah. Now if the big man Catch you riding high Oh, we gonna lock you in a cage No If you wonder the tank. Just look at how he's being paid now. Don't lock up me. Smoking weed.